there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. In today's show, celebrated New York artist Daniel Arsham shows us how architecture can take on new forms. A wall can become a curtain or a sheet, maybe. And he also makes us look in a different way at technological objects such as telephones, keyboards, and cameras. In music, longtime viewers of The Works will remember Swedish jazz bassist Richard Malmsten, who left Hong Kong to return to Sweden. This week, as you can see with the equipment behind us, he's back briefly, and today he's in our studio with trumpet player Anders Bergkrantz. First, though, at Gallery Exit until next Saturday, you can see an exhibition of the work of Angela Sue, who initially studied biochemistry and whose current work shows strange conjunctions of the organic and the human with machines. Influenced by her background in biochemistry, Angela Sue's drawings resemble anatomical, botanical, and scientific illustrations from the 18th and 19th century, or even earlier. Now showing at Exit Gallery, the works in the exhibition In Bertie We Trust include ink on drafting film, animation, and a book about a machine called Bertie. The large, somewhat industrial exhibition space has inspired Angela to go beyond ink on paper to develop an animation of her drawings. 之前看了David Lynch的戲叫做Eraserhead 
突然之間個男人發覺有自己一個魔鬼怪嬰出現咗，要照顧佢，但又好憎佢咁樣。咁我想做啲類似咁樣嘅嘢啦。咁跟住就畫咗批畫，跟住就覺得呢批畫係應該喐動嘅。咁就整咗個 animation。咁覺得點樣可以 create 翻 eraser head 嘅 mood 咧？就係、是、我覺得應該靠嗰條 sound track 咯。咁我就揾咗一位朋友，佢就係啱啱喺成大畢業嘅誒、呃、姓黃嘅同學。咁而家畢咗業啦，唔係同學。咁就幫我、呃、由頭揼一條 sound track 出嚟嘅，咁佢就好有心，佢就去誒唔、呃、同嘅地盤啦，去呢啲咁嘅工業嘅地方錄咗好多條聲，跟住一層一層咁揼上嚟，即、嗯、係、就是、聽起上嚟好似冇咩嘢，因為都係一啲 droning 一啲嗡嗡聲嘅聲音，但係其實你聽真，其實有好多唔同嘅聲音夾雜一齊整到呢一條聲出嚟嘅兩樣嘢表達出嚟好唔同，因為其實你睇個 drawing 需要個觀眾即係 active 啲去諗呢樣嘢嘅，好多嘢唔係 spoon feed， 即係你行過咗睇唔到就睇唔到。但係 video 可能會 attract 多啲 attention 嘅，即係你會企喺度睇。但係咧，同時咧，因為佢係喐緊嘅，我覺得誒好、嗯、多時今時今日嘅觀眾咧係唔會 stay 喺度睇曬成條片嘅。咁所以咧，其實我想成條片係可以俾到一個 mood 俾人哋一個 atmosphere。一啲可能有啲唔係好好不安嘅感覺啊，誒嘅嘢 ，instead of 好細緻咁睇每一個 detail 係點樣樣咯。While Angela Sue blurs the distinctions between the organic and the mechanical, New York-based artist Daniel Arsham blurs the distinctions between architecture and other forms, or between objects and the material of which they are made. He's collaborated with artists ranging from choreographer Merce Cunningham to producer Farrell Williams and designer Eddie Slimane. We talked to him while he was in Hong Kong for his exhibition opening at the Peritin Gallery. There are many different mediums existing in this exhibition, painting, more traditional sculpture, works like this that are actually, you know, I call them architectural intervention. Where they actually take the surface of the architecture and they cause it to act or move in a way that it's not really supposed to. These works are sort of disrupting people's expectations about, you know, they look at the wall; it should be something hard and not moving, and yet it's appearing almost like fabric. Daniel Arsham was just 12 years old when Hurricane Andrew swept his hometown in Miami, destroying almost everything around him. The experience revolutionized his outlook on the world. He began to develop an interest in architectural concepts and in the relationship between objects and the materials they were made of in sculptures and installations. You know, this was obviously a violent experience, but more so, I was able to actually see how the architecture was constructed and witness an architecture being taken apart and, and dismembered in a very fast and violent way. Much of the work that I do in my own studio is sort of making architecture also do things that it shouldn't do. It's moving. It's it's being pulled apart, but it's doing so in a very Quiet, sort of more peaceful, contemplative uh, way. So the title of this exhibition is #FutureArchive. 
In many of the works, you will notice this sort of relationship with time. The hashtag is related to social media. You know, this um, this moment now of uh, Instagram and Twitter and all of these things feels to me that it has some relationship with history and time. There are a couple of paintings in this exhibition of coins, and coins for me are this thing that I've always related to time. You know, we can still see coins from ancient Rome from 2,000 years ago. And I've painted them as if they were eroded, as if, you know, they are from 1,000 years ago. So in some ways, I'm taking the viewer and projecting them into the future, looking back on, you know, this moment. Now based in New York, Daniel has created many multidisciplinary works through collaborations. He sees working with a lot of people as important to his artistic inspiration. It's a way to recognize and learn from artists who have skills in other areas. I was very fortunate uh, when I was 24 years old to be introduced to the choreographer Merce Cunningham. And he would create his choreography, an artist would create the stage design, and a musician would create the score. But none of those three knew what the other one was doing. It was very much based around John Cage's ideas of chance. He passed away in 2009. And then I began working with a younger choreographer named Jonah Bocair. So we collaborate a lot together in stage design. and. Collaboration in general has something that has influenced my work greatly, mostly because I recognize that I cannot be the master of every craft. The works don't mean anything. It's the viewer who brings their own experience, their own um, relationship with some of these objects. They actually complete the work. They are the ones who are forming the ideas that can surround them. So my sort of uh, job as an artist, as a kind of producer of these ideas, is to um, disrupt their everyday experience and allow them to kind of rethink where they are. Welcome back. Korean artist Do Ho Su likes to work with fabric, but he doesn't use it to make tapestries, rugs, or clothes. He uses it to make sculptures. In his new exhibition at the Lehman Mopin Gallery until January the 25th, he is using fabric to recreate items from places in which he lived in both New York City and Berlin. For him, such objects are ways to evoke memories of past residences.
Jazz solo trumpet player Anders Berggrans was born in Malmo, Sweden, and grew up in a family of jazz musicians. This week, he's performing in Hong Kong as part of a tour that includes venues in Macau and China. Bringing him to Hong Kong is a frequent visitor to our program, bassist Richard Malmsten, and they're here with me right now, along with Annalena Loren and uh, drummer Jack Greminger. Uh, welcome to the works. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thanks Thank a lot. you. And so uh, let's begin by, uh, by talking about what you're actually doing here in Hong Kong and, uh, and playing this uh, small group jazz, is it? Yeah, and it's, uh, first of all, it's great to be here because it's uh, my first time and Annalena's first time here. So it's beautiful to be here and to play with Jack and Ricard. So uh, we're going to play plenty of gigs now. Right, whereabouts are you playing? Well, we play tonight at Lupa in Central. And then tomorrow we play at the Fringe Club, Wednesday. On Thursday we play at Backstage with uh, Blaine Whitaker as a, as a guest. On uh, Friday we play at Pilfresco Jazz Club and then we go to Macau. On Saturday, on Sunday we go to Penny Black in China and then uh, that's about it. I'm familiar, Anders, with your uh, 2007 release, About Time, uh, which, was, which was very much a, a jazz album. But a more recent uh, album release has been the music of uh, Annalena and, and uh, yourself as soloists, and that involved a whole host of musicians. Tell me about that project. That, uh, I, I'm writing a lot of music for big symphony orchestras, so this particular record was uh, a, a big piece for symphony orchestra, and Andrews as a soloist, and, and his trio, his uh, jazz trio as well. Is this uh, something that you think is, has, is a, a vehicle that can be more popular? Absolutely. I mean, when we had the world premiere, when the CD was released, uh, it has been overwhelming good reviews. And I mean, I was, a, was awarded a very nice prize because of my work with those things. Congratulations for that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, now, Anders, what, what's it like when you, when you perform jazz in a small club and a small group such as a quartet here? Mm. It's a very different feeling, I imagine, than with a whole orchestra. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, I try to, you close your eyes and you play yourself anyhow. Of course it's different. I mean, I love to play with symphony, to get a chance to play with symphony orchestras. It, not very often, but the last years has been quite a few times. And uh, But I mean, uh, I don't really change my way of playing. I try to play, you know, it's the same heart that it comes out from anyhow so but it's uh, really challenging it's I love it both things I love both things and and as you've mentioned uh, some of these more recent projects what do you have in the pipeline some interesting things uh, either of you or both of you as a as collaborative artists uh, what do you have coming up we always collaborate a lot we have been doing that for many years but I have many works for big orchestras or uh, chamber orchestras as well, and I, and I also have a, a guitar concerto for Jöran Sölcher, the Deutsche gramophone artist, and uh, that is lovely. And uh, hopefully we can also bring the symphony pieces with Anders here to Rikad and everybody here in Hong Kong and China. That would be great. And Anders, yourself? Yeah, uh, it really looks like I'm coming back with uh, Jerry Bergansi to Hong Kong and China next year with Rikard and with Jack Greminger and with Ted Lowe on the piano, uh, hopefully that will happen. I think it will happen. Uh, well, what tune can we convince you to play here in the studio tonight? Let's do, let's try... Uh, the Fairy Queen. The Fairy Queen by Anna Lena. From the 90s. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.